Hey guys, hope everybody's good. You're having a decent start to your weekend. Um, it's Saturday, obviously, um, which is pretty cool. That means it's it's actually nearly. It's not quite a week yet, but it's getting close enough to being a weekend. Um, Alpha Mar, which is pretty epic already. Um, I'm just about to make myself cup of coffee and figured that I'd catch everybody on the podcast early because I think I get a little bit useless as the rest of the day goes on. Um, so yeah, so I'm just boiling, well, I'll boil the kettle if the toaster wasn't plugged in. Yep, now I broke the kettle, no worries. Now the kettle's definitely not working, so it was plugged in, that's, that's a relief. Anyway, um, yeah, I just going to make a coffee. Today's an easy day. Um, Saturday, yesterday was, a, I guess, a 10-mile tempo run. Um, bit of a 10-mile tempo run, probably more like a 10-mile threshold run, I suppose, I like to call it. Um, everybody, like I've talked about before, everybody has different definitions of tempo and threshold and and things like this but basically like threshold to me is it's it's not really a pace like it's just kind of like a just an effort that you know you can maintain for a decent amount of time um so i think i ran 10 miles in about 53 minutes so yeah that's like I was running between 5:15 and 5:25, and um, first few miles being a little bit slower around 5:25, and then working my way down. Um, but excuse my yawning, but just because of the how the loop works, you know, it's this little um, like it's like a horse track loop. Um, it's pretty rough terrain. Actually, that's wrong. It's not pretty rough terrain. It's it's a, it's actually good terrain, um, but it's not a road. That's that's what I would say. So remember, like this is this is part of the thing that I kind of want to work on is um, maybe not always be like sourcing the fastest road and the tailwind. You know what I mean? There's a lot of there's a lot of like people and me and me in the past that like you know oh I've got a six mile tempo today i'm gonna i'm gonna pick the flattest road there is and actually if it's a let's say the the road's four miles long i i know in the past i i'm i'm guilty of probably doing four mile in one direction one mile back and then one mile in the other direction so pretty much five miles a tailwind and only one mile was into the wind um and then i probably moaned about the mile into the wind um I think ever since I read David Goggins' book, I it just it just changed my mind on all this, and um, actually instead of avoiding opportunities that can test you a little bit, like I guess like attacking them like head first, and um, if there is a six mile headwind one day and you got to deal with it, then you've it's not like necessarily like oh I've practiced it in training, but I don't know, I just think it makes you a tougher person if you just attack shit like that head on and don't 
really let it bother you or um all I gave a shit about was like Strava and training splits and so it's not even like Strava, it's more like just myself, like oh my god, I I averaged five minute mile in today for a six mile tempo, but but actually like I know there's a lot of people could go and average five minute mile in for a six mile tempo, but very few of them can then go and like break 30 minutes for 10k whereas like I don't need to be able to do a six mile tempo at five minute mile and to break 30 minutes for 10k it's just you know there's a lot everybody's different there's a lot involved Um I've been training with a couple of guys that I used to go to school with I think I told you guys that and I think like it doesn't really matter if what I'm telling them will help them or not like I, I try to talk when I'm out training with Steve Gallian who I've been doing plenty of running with like I I try to like just stress the importance of like it doesn't like the day-to-day stuff doesn't really matter you know like if if you're doing a Steve did some of the tempo stuff and um you know like he can go home and he can write down what he did and but really, I just want to say, like, it just, it doesn't really matter what he did. Like, it, for that matter, it doesn't really matter what I did. Like, what's important is that you showed up, that you got another session done, and that you move on. And that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of people come to training camps, and a lot of people are here for one week, and they get here, and they just, they're just in such a rush to, like, just smash, just like, oh, I need to get really fit. I want to work really hard. and. Sorry, I'm just checking on the washing. Um, wonder can I pause while I flip the washing? One second. Okay, I think that worked. Um, sorry, I just had to change some of the washing over and um, just make sure it was drying. But yeah, like I was saying, I think a lot of people come on these training camps and you know they're fired up and really motivated to make some big changes. And look, back in the day. It used to work for me, um, you know, back in the day, I would have came on a training camp and maybe it would have been two weeks long or two and a half weeks long and, you know, I I, I probably accelerated my fitness quite a lot um, and, and that's why, like, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, actually, I think it's a good it's a good thing to, if, if you do work or you do find yourself in a situation at home where... You can't focus as much as you'd like and then you get to come on camp and, and you get to train really well. Like, I think it's important to, to do that, but I think it's important to bear in mind, like, your, your week on training camp shouldn't be like, shouldn't be miles apart from what you could do at home if you were full time. That makes sense. So, like, obviously, you might come on training camp and you might be full time instead of at home you work, and so all of a sudden you can nap and you can take care of your rest a bit better, and you can do the little things and stretch and maybe get some massage and and things like this. So, like, of course, you're able to train more than what you might necessarily be able to at home. But I think it's also important not to not to just like jump into a, a week's training that like you think is going to make all the difference when in actual fact it probably won't um and i've got pretty good at managing that um i think it's one of the reasons why i perform well when i do race i don't race all the time but honestly that's because i'm not a terrific athlete all the time and 
<laughs> that's okay. Like I've I've learned that like like so I go yesterday and I'm I'm I probably average like five twenty per mile or just under for this ten mile tempo around this horseshoe loop and and I just know there's nothing there's nothing special about that. There's nothing um but what you will find is that the next three weeks, four weeks, like the weeks will just go back to back. I won't miss runs. I won't I'll probably do that tempo two more times and it'll be either the exact same speed or a, a little bit faster and and that tends to be how I operate like I'm not I'm not special in those days I don't go and run 10 miles and run 49:30 and come away thinking oh my god you're flying Stephen like that's never really the case I'm always my fitness is always kind of like slowly like flying under the radar you could probably say a little bit and then what tends to happen is I tend to like logically logically like prolong that fitness so that tempo run moves from like 10 miles to 14 and I run at the same speed and the same effort maybe even like a, a little nudge faster like I said and um, I mean I remember back to November last year um we had been going to Phoenix a few times, me and Rachel, and um, Rachel was seeing uh, John Ball for physio, and we had been dropping down there, and I'd done like a 10-mile a tempo, and um, I think I ran like 5.14 or something per mile, and it was just really basic, you know, and, and it was on a perfect road, flat loop, and I remember just assuming that I'd be like 5 minutes, 5.05, etc., etc., and and I just wasn't, um, and and or maybe it was actually a six mile tempo, and I was like five oh eight, and then I did a ten mile tempo a week later, and it was like five fourteen, or maybe it was two weeks later. But anyway, like the point is that this was at a time that I thought I was pretty fit, um, and then as the weeks went on, all of a sudden it's like December, and I'm doing twenty twenty four mile runs where I'm doing the first 10 mile and 540 and I'm doing the last 10 mile or the last 12 mile sorry and like 510 to 515 so what generally happens with me is if I can if I can get a starting marker down which is kind of what yesterday was that's kind of like the starting place um the next few weeks and right through until like May and like beginning of June what you tend to see is just that things things just keep progressing whether it's in speed a little bit and certainly duration um, and and that's just how I operate like that's that seems to be the type of athlete that I am um, I think I used to be the kind of athlete that could go and tempo really fast and um, I know numerous times I would have went into Bushy Park and done six mile threshold runs and and Bushy Bushy reminds me of the loop I kind of did yesterday where it's it's not there's no hills, it's pretty flat, but there's still like, the ground still isn't road, it's not super fast, and um, there's also like, people are going to laugh if you're like trail runners and stuff, but like, there is also, for a road runner, there's also a couple of technical bits on that loop yesterday, like, there's a little kind of section where you turn left, turn right, turn left, down a little hill up a little hill and it's it's tiny like I'm not trying to stress this here but but it's enough to like if you are a road runner and you're used to just 
pound and out tempos on the road. It's enough to upset the rhythm, and I can't imagine how the guys got on at World Cross because you pretty much had that little, that one little section you had the whole time. So that's pretty incredible. Um, so yeah, no, all good. Um, all good this way. Um, happy with how that went. Like I said, there was nothing, nothing special about it. Nothing special about it really at all. Yeah, sorry. That's now that I know this pause feature exists. I just paused it for a couple or a drink of coffee, and I I never do that in my podcast though. So, um, but yeah, like I said, things are getting better, and I I predicted that things would pick up, and I predicted that um, with a couple of good nights sleep that I'd be able to probably find a bit of a rhythm and a bit of momentum. The Athletics Northern Ireland guys got in last night. It was actually really fun to go up and meet those guys and. And, and Chad and um, like I know Jackie had things to say about the camp and, and where we're at with the camp and um, I think I think it really helps like one of the one of the important when I'm planning where I'm going to be and what sort of training I'm going to do one of the important things now is to have like physio back in and and like even like support from coaches whether it's whether it's just on a daily basis having somebody there to ask you how you're doing or whether it's you know somebody out cycling with you on a bike there's there's heaps of way that guys can get involved um but it's not always easy for for that to happen because you have to these guys have came out here on a camp and you know they're leaving like a a workload behind that probably when they go home it's just going to pile up and no fair play um i think it's exciting i think it's Cool that this is the direction that um, they're going in. Um, you know, we we they were there was a couple of like performance things we talked about last night. And it's like um, keeping an eye on your hydration and getting good our sleep, and and it's probably a lot of things that I talk about on the podcast. But um, bringing it to a camp, I think, is really important. Um, you know, like it's. It doesn't have to be heaps different from like how a camp in Kenya might go. Um, obviously you've got far better athletes. Um, and that's because like their, their ability has progressed really well, but that's the, there has to be a starting point for like even like us here with Athletics Northern Ireland. Like, you know, you start to bring people together that might lift the level of training a little bit and, and all of a sudden some better results start to come back and, and then also like, you know, when I was a kid, I always read about like the the Kenyan training camps before like the World Cross, and and I always like looked up to them, and not necessarily looked up to them in a I'd love that to be me kind of way, but part of me probably would. Um, I think it'd be really interesting to try to keep up on a a camp like that. Like I'd get absolutely mauled, um, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, maybe like maybe. Maybe us being here and maybe the guys, the younger crew in Northern Ireland can see that and and maybe just hope to progress to that level because it is a cool level to be at. Like I have the luxury of being full time most of the year and like I say luxury, but like never forget guys that I worked incredibly hard um, to get to that point. Um, incredibly, incredibly hard. Um, it, both in terms of like, actual day-to-day effort but then just like being being productive about certain things um you know 
I went out of my way to like learn web design, for example, so that I could do that alongside the running. And so maybe I've been fortunate in certain scenarios and I, I just don't, I just don't believe in like being fortunate or being lucky or being, yeah, like everything I feel like that has came my way, like, um, I've probably like seeked or I've probably like worked hard to get to that place and um you know I like sometimes you can the Goggins will talk about like throwing a blanket over some people's achievements and and stuff and you kind of like put it down to like yeah they got really lucky and they met this guy and then things progressed with that guy and but actually like unless that guy came and knocked on your door and walked into your bedroom because he thought there was a fire and and then met you well it's not luck you know you've you've probably actively put yourself in a scenario to meet that person and um if it's linked to your sport then you've probably actively like seeked out help or you've actively actively went to a training camp that you you knew was supposed to make you better and then it ended up becoming better than you ever thought because you met somebody that um really pushed you forward and and that's probably like the case with like me and and lots of things that have gone on in my life right back to going to training camps in britain and um st mary's young athletes camps things like this um meeting coaches then that like push things forward for me and then like it's not that like then when i went to flagstaff and i met haas and um haas coaches me now and it's not that like we do anything different um we don't really do anything different in training like it's very it, it is very simple training and and there's nothing wrong with that like you know we still tap into all the different systems as much as we can that are linked to a race that i might do within the next two or three months but it's more that there's a much bigger emphasis on the overall picture and the overall plan so like it's amazing that I can still even podcast when I'm not like racing and stuff, but I haven't raced since January and I don't plan to race till June, which is such a long period of time. But actually I had to take care of a few things that otherwise would have just impeded my career in future. Like my hamstrings didn't come out of Houston in good shape. Um, there was no point in me going and racing and then coming on the podcast and saying, yes, I didn't think my hamstrings were right yet and right enough they weren't. Or maybe they would have managed okay and, and I would have like been surprised, but it's kind of irrelevant. But like there is always a bigger picture and that's why like this period of training hasn't been like super aggressive because I want my best weeks of training and my best months of training to come before the world championships. And whether or not it's not like you can't really predict that that will happen but it's pretty obvious if i'm grinding as hard as i can between now and july or august i feel like it'd be very difficult to keep that grind going to that extent whereas if i'm kind of just a little bit not not like not trying right now but if i'm just a little bit more laid back about what i'm doing right now then it probably gives me a greater chance of being that little bit more motivated when first of all it's a world champ so i'll be motivated anyway um but it's not even like motivation i think it's more just like i don't know how much mental stamina you have throughout the throughout the year or whatever i don't think it's infinite i don't think you can just 
call on that stamina whenever you feel like it. I think there comes a point where you you genuinely get a bit beat up and a bit tired mentally and you can't be bothered to push because you've just burnt yourself out. Um, so yeah, so that's where we're at. I'm going to get some physio today. I want that groin looked at. It's, I mean, it got through yesterday, but it's just not, it's not 100%. And, um, I, I, it can, it feels, it feels a bit beat up. Like it gets a bit weak after things like yesterday. So, like I said, today's an easy day. I think I'm going to do the nine mile loop. Um, and then I'll probably follow it up tonight with like an easy five miles. Um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying Portugal. I didn't, I didn't think I would after the first hiccup and the first couple of hiccups for me I really didn't think I would enjoy it but now that I'm into some kind of rhythm and my body's allowing me to train I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have a good time here and get a couple of good weeks training done and 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 then move on to the next um move on to the next thing which is obviously back the altitude and um a camp up there so yeah look have a good day guys thanks for listening as always um take care now bye bye